Hello, welcome to another episode of One for the Table. I'm John Kung. I'm Kim Chi. And we're here to cure your Monday blues if you're listening to this on a Monday, the day it came out. And if you're listening to any other day of the week, well, I hope you're having a swell week. Well, whatever day you're listening to, it is also Pride Month. So happy Pride to everybody. And also, there's a lot of crazy, like, can I say shit? Yeah, it's my podcast. I can say shit. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy shit happening like around USA right now, you know, where um, certain prides are getting canceled, um, drag is getting banned, and also a lot of, like, corporates are staying away from LGBT related things, you know, to try to appeal to the right side of, like, the country. And we are taking notice, by the way. I will say it is kind of, is, is, it, is it ironic? Yeah, I guess it is because, like, so many years leading up to this year, people were talking about, like, rainbow washing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, now that everyone's pulling off, it's just so obvious. It's like, well, 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 like, aren't y'all just some fair weather friends? And I will say to the brands that pull back, like, the gays are petty and we do not forget we are also are, are, are the ones with, like, you know, more disposable income per capita. So watch out. We've got a lot of spending power, and we don't, we don't forget. And also, um, when you're buying any Pride-themed merch, make sure you check and see the proceeds are being donated to an LGBTQIA plus plus. 100%. Because yes. I've actually seen, like, I'll check out our, like, new, like, special Pride edition, blah, 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 blah. And I've looked everywhere, and there's no... A mention of like the proceeds being donated to anywhere. Yep. Um, it's so, just literally just rainbow merch that goes straight to the company. And in chance that those companies are probably using the money that you get from the gay community to fund anti LGBT um, like agendas or politicians. And legislation or politicians, 100%. I will say a lot of like these big corporations, um, large corporations, it, it's so, it sucks and it's complicated. But generally, when you when you see like a company like, actually, I'm not going to name any company names because I don't know for sure. But like, if you think of a giant, huge corporation, and you see that they donate to like anti LGBT politicians, but you also see that they donate to like pro human rights politicians, um, that's just like the company's way of hedging their bets. Like, so no matter who they donate to, the winner gets it. But it's like. Still, it's still kind of shady and it's still like shitty to see that you would even support them in general. But mm-hmm. these companies are just making sure they're having a seat at the table regardless of who wins. Exactly. Yeah. So, and But also do pay attention to the brands that are actually working with um, LGBTQI plus influencers because after the whole butt life fiasco, a lot of the brands have actually pulled sponsorships um, from mm-hmm. these creators. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends, like, they had, like, these, like, sponsored posts, like, lined up, and the company just pulled them because they don't want to work with gay people. Right. Because they're afraid of the backlash. We are taking notice. I will say, the Bud Light, has have they doubled down, or have they, like, stayed the course? They're, they're not pulling their, like, rainbow stuff, are they? Um, We're not sponsored well, by them, by the way. We're just talking about well, them. Well, I don't know if I'm... Okay, so this is allegedly... Allegedly. Uh-huh. Um, I love allegedly on a podcast. <laughs> no, keep going. This is the allegedly insider. I, I don't know if I should even say this. Did you sign anything? No. Then say it. But like, I don't want to get sued for defamation. You know. Okay, so I won't, I won't <laughs> say the brand's name. How about that? Okay, fine. They were sponsors for this giant event that was happening, uh-huh. and because like there was stuff that was like happening, um. They pulled all the um, hate appearance from all the um, queer creators. Um, Really? Disney did that? No, it's not Disney. (laughs) I'm kidding. kidding, Allegedly. I'm I'm not saying the brand's name. Uh, I actually don't know who it, who it is they're talk, uh, talking about. So. Good, good. Sorry um, I can't give you the tea that you're looking for, but, you know. I know. I know people I know. want the tea, but also, like, we're also trying to like, get sued here in USA because everybody wants to sue at the first drop of a hat. That's true. That is true. But um, 
I don't drink beer, but I guess like I would drink Bud Light now if I were to have to choose. I'll probably go out and drink one. But the thing is also even like it's just skunky. You know when like gay gatherings anyway. and things. That's what beer is. I what? never see gays drink Bud Light. Mm, it's not true. Um, when I was when I was a bartender, like okay, well, so- millions of years ago, Bud Light was our number one selling beer. Okay, let me rephrase. I have not seen LA gays drink Bud. Oh, Light. LA. Even beer in Chicago, carb. because Chicago is such like a there's snobs about their like breweries and beers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like. <laughs> I've never seen anybody drink Bud Light when I lived in Chicago. I think, like, at least I, among they're the gays. very conscious of the fact that Bud Light had been sponsoring gay mm-hmm. prides since, like, at least I have been going to them, which is yeah. the early 2000s. Bud Light and Absolute Vodka were the only two companies that would dare to show themselves in public mm-hmm. with the gay people, with the gay people, with the gays. With the gays, um, yes. As early as, like, before gay marriage was legal like they were Mm -hmm. there the entire time showing like two guys on a billboard i mean of course this was on a billboard in boys town but Mm -hmm. they were showing that like in like 2003 2004 yeah so thank you bud life for all that you've done for our community (laughs) right and also like you know put three quarters of our community into deep deep alcoholism but (laughs) No, the alcoholism existed before. It's true. It's true. It's the old family life that drove us all to drink. But I think, like, you know, liquor companies just understand that, like, a lot of the gay culture is, like, bar and club culture, too, you know? Yeah. We drink a lot. Yeah. We have a lot that we want to forget. And not just, like, um, Absolute, but also, like, Smirnoff or, like, Sky Vodka. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I've personally been, like, a Smirnoff commercial, you know? Yeah. Not and I've done absolute stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, companies that do um, work with LGBTQI plus creators year after year and not just mm-hmm. being performative. We appreciate you. We see you. We hear you. Yeah. And those and like companies that take care of their LGBT employees as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know what companies also um, great for that and they're like known for? Lush. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I remember there was like a year when Lush did like a whole bunch of different campaigns with a lot of like queer creators before creators were even like taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they just seem a very progressive company. And um, and when you go to a Lush store, there's a lot of gays that work there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in their holiday campaign one year. Um, my pictures were like in every single like Lush store in North America, and mm-hmm. while I was working, um, I was like talking about like like yeah, there's there so many like gay employees on my Lush, um, and then they were like, yeah, so uh, like people that are like out and proud, like especially like in Korea, it's mm-hmm. really hard for you to like um, gain employment. Yeah, you know, um, because it's still like a really conservative place, but Lush is a place that will hire openly like gay people. In Korea. That's so cool. Which is, like, amazing. Um, And all their products are actually, like, really good, too. Like, I use a lot of them. What is with the fact that, like, I feel like a lot of gay people work at Chick-fil-A. Really? Yeah. Just so strangely enough. Like, every time I I see a video about people in Mm Chick-fil-A and stuff like that, it's just a very... Maybe they're closeted. I don't know. But, like, it always seems like there's a queer person working the counter or, like, the the, the drive through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing is, like, when you're... Because, you know, um, they don't take care of them. But also, when you're working, like, fast food, a lot of times, like, um, you know, either, like, you're, like, fresh out of, like, high school or college or, you a know... A lot of them probably don't even have the choice. Yeah, sometimes like you don't. Starbucks yeah. can only hire so many people. Exactly. Mm. And mm. I don't, did you hear Chick Fil A is getting canceled by the right right now? Yes, I saw. Now they're they think they're too woke. Yep, Chick Fil A has gone woke because they hired. They're looking for a diversity, sea level diversity person. Um, I don't I know kind of love what the title it's karma is. To Chick Fil A. Um, yeah, they kind of realize like all the stuff like, they've done okay. with like Africa and like you know like. Oh my god, right? 
anti-LGBT causes. And right. for those of you that's not aware, um, do you want to explain it to them? Um, I don't know it very well. I just I understand it as Chick-fil-A has donated through their nonprofits here, funded the anti-gay legislations in Africa that like, uh, okay to, for them to be imprisonment, to, yeah. imprisonment and, and capital punishment, maybe. Um, I don't know everything for sure. No, I just know not to eat there. Yeah. But now the crazies aren't eating there either. So, but you know. <laughs> what? The but only super... people that will be eating at Chick-fil-A are like the gays that have been going there on the DL the whole time. <laughs> That's their only customer That's base That's really left. funny you say that because, um, because so many gays, like when I talk to them about it, like they're like. Yeah. Yeah, like I still get Chick Fil A every now and then. <laughs> like, what the hell? They're not even the best chick. They're not even the best chicken sandwich. They're not even like no. like top what Popeyes? three. Popeyes has fried chicken, chicken sandwich. So much Popeyes is so much better. Wendy's mm-hmm. spicy chicken sandwich so much better. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm sure like any amount, like probably I don't I don't know who else. Oh my one. god, Jolly KFC spicy got chicken one. sandwich. Jolly. It actually comes with slices of fresh jalapeno. I was like, this is what I've been wanting from, like, a spicy chicken sandwich. Exactly. See, Jollibee, they need uh, to Jollibee, be everywhere. You do it so right. They just need to be everywhere. Now, if everywhere. I were to give Chick-fil-A credit for one thing and one thing only, it's their biscuit. So you've eaten. I've never. I'm not going to talk about it in a descriptive way because I don't want anyone to hear it and think, like, oh, this sounds good and go get it. Uh-huh. But it's good. Okay. That's like, fair. Not I mean, like, like you can say things are good. Like, I haven't had a Chick Fil A experience. I ate Chick Fil A once, not knowing what it was, like over ten years ago. And then somebody mm-hmm. later told me, like that it, that it was Chick Fil A, and it was so forgettable. I can't even remember what it is that I ate. Mm. So, I mean, their menu is pretty limited. So, so yeah, I feel I'm like sure it was like a chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. I guess their secret is like they marinate the chicken breast in pickle juice. So many places do that. Maybe know, not I'm many done, fast done, food places. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the restaurant that I used to work at. Oh, sorry. I'm not yelling. Sorry. The restaurant that I used to work at, our fried chicken sandwich, um, we marinated in pickle juice, but we also like sous vide it in pickle juice. Oh. And then we bread it and fried it. It was a good fried chicken sandwich. Honestly, like acid. Oh, mm-hmm. acid and meat together. I wonder if anybody's. I've brined chicken in Thuajiao, which is like the Chinese fermented chilies before, and it was really, really good. I wonder if anyone's tried to brine it in chicken and kimchi before making a fried chicken. Mm, I'm sure somebody has. Could you imagine like doing it in kimchi juice? I'm trying to imagine. It could be good. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Like, prove it to me. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Kimchi juice. I'll be a pig. Oh, that sounds that sounds because it's it's got that tanginess. It's going to be spicy. It's going to be salty, mm-hmm. and it's going to be um, acidic. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the things that you get with pickle juice, but it's just pretty much pickle juice, but spicy. Yeah, to me, like kimchi has never ever tasted spicy to me. Even growing up, I never some. thought of kimchi as like a spicy food. Mm. Kimchi has always been like refreshing to me. It's definitely like I've had kimchi where it's like the more you eat, you start to actually. It's like it's piquant. It's it, it's like it, it's elegantly spicy to me. Like I'll describe. I that think as that's like the name zesty. for it. Spicy, but going out this evening. What are you eating? What is that? There was a fly, and I just captured it. Was that a bowl of rice that you captured the fly in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so you told me that you had you told you you did something yesterday oh so it was really cool um so at concert lizzo has been bringing drag queens up on stage um, <gasps> it's like a protest to like everything that's happening around the country yes and i was uh one of the drag queens um on stage with her at the palm Springs show oh my god amazing did you but drive I feel to more palm springs about um Driving myself to Palm Springs and then driving back that night by myself. I was about to say, girl, I that that doesn't sound safe. And then on the way back, um, I put in the wrong address. 
And you know when yeah. you start typing like your address like on the map and it shows you and then you just like click it without syncing? No, I and just tell the Siri. The street that I typed in was like it sounded very it was, it was like exactly like my street, but it was like one word off. Uh oh. I like How went far to away a completely different house and as I was driving and I'm like, why does the surrounding like not look familiar? Like and then when I got to her, I was like, oh, I put in the wrong address. And so then, how far away were you from home? Uh, after driving for like an hour, I was still like an hour and a half away. Oh my God. <laughs> and this is like at night where there's like no traffic. So like a ride home normally is like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I was like, oh, damn. That sucks. So this is what happens when you like drive alone. The, and I feel like this is just what happens when you drive. Yeah. But anyways, I'm back to Lizzo. She was really sweet. Um, you could feel like the energy in the room was like amazing. Obviously, she filled out like an entire arena by herself. Yeah, all of her dancers are like um, they all have like gorgeous bodies, like beautiful face, and they were all so sweet and welcoming. Oh. And in the past, you know, like I've been offered to like go on stages with like pop stars before. Uh huh. But it was like an unpaid opportunity. Mm-hmm. while this actually like paid us like generously and you know like you know that's so cool so i mean didn't like i feel like an accessory like to like a pop right. star right you know 100 like, it's like oh i'm making like millions for like the ticket sales of this concert but come on stage for free for exposure it's like i don't need exposure from anyone at this point you know right there's not a single like unless you're even gonna talk about a local queen but nobody should be losing money just to be on stage with you as a large, and I'm not saying this about any pop star, but like any person, like making drag queens work for exposure is such, is so awful because not only is it like some people take hours or even a whole day to get ready, whether they're painting or getting their outfit together or whatnot. Um, But it also costs them money because that's a fuck ton of makeup. Like each time. Like, that is all stuff that they have to pay for. And then they have to get there. Like, mm-hmm. no, pay your drag queens. And take your drag queens. And support local drag. I know. The whole payment issue is, like, crazy. Especially, like, like all these magazines, too. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, drag is so popular. They want to um, book all these queens, um, you know, like, make content for their magazine, but, like, not offer them any pay. Right. Um, and, like... It, it's so it, it's shitty because like and, the drag mm-hmm. what what is the drag queen going to like they're promoting themselves to what for people that that may or may not go to a gay bar or like see the drag queens don't really have anything that they can gain just by going out and making appearances like this because yeah. that's not how they make money they don't have like a lot of them don't have merch a lot of them don't have like a show to support or something like mm-hmm. that. A lot of them just make money by bar appearances. And if you're going to go of- to like, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Oh no. Like if you're going on to like someone's YouTube channel or someone's magazine article or whatnot, or a photo shoot, like they don't gain anything from that except for maybe some decent photos. Yeah. And a lot of these interviews too, it almost seems like they're very lazy about it too. Like I appreciate the ones like they get in a zoom call and like interview you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes some magazines will just like email the questions and expect me to like type back like all these like paragraphs of like. Uh, if I'm gonna you know, be honest, like, I prefer it. <laughs> I prefer that. Really? Yes. I feel because... like it's not my job to write an article for you. Yeah, but at the same time, like it gives me complete control over what is actually said, and it also gives me a copy of my actual answers. Like, if I'm just saying something or if I'm, like, giving an interview and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I'm guessing, like, a lot of people, some people might not know this. A lot of times for interviews and stuff, they don't actually, like, talk to us. They'll send us, like, a bunch of questions and then we send our answers back and then that goes into whatever article. Yeah. Not saying it happens for all of them, but a lot of them. Um, I per- Again, I personally like it because, A, I am kind of a writer and I like control over my messaging down to the word. Um, cause nothing annoys me. I feel like when interviews that are done like that, I lose interest reading because I can tell that they weren't interviewed in person. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I don't know, like a lot of, I mean, there are some questions you know that deserves like to be thought about, mm-hmm. but 
It's just like it just doesn't come across genuine to me. Oh, see, I think mine comes off better because if I have time, if, you know, if I, you, if you I have write, time to be clever, then you then write it. articles for these um magazines <laughs> for free, <laughs> and I'll get on Zoom and talk to them one to one. To be sure, it's own. fair. It's fair. One, and also, my yes. role in magazine is um, if it goes to print. I don't mm-hmm. mind doing it unpaid, you mm-hmm. know, if it's like an editorial or something like that. But a lot of these magazines will never print drag queens, you know. Mm. But you know, but because drag is so trendy, they all want them for like the online content for like followers and clout, you know. I don't know. Some of the requests I've gotten for these like online contests have been like ridiculous. Like, um, oh, like what? Call them out. And say like. Name. Like, but they're senior editor in drag, like, but I'm in charge of, like, providing the wardrobe and the wig and putting them in makeup. And it's like, do you know how much, like, effort and, like, money and time that is? Yeah, you'd never ask, like, you'd never ask, like, a painter to come here and, like, do my walls. No. Do our office walls for, like, your, for exposure for that article. Mm-hmm. It's so tone deaf and it actually, like, it's it's a disrespect of the labor. And then also, like, let's get one thing out of the way. Drag queens? We do not need any more makeup tutorials. There are so many makeup tutorials that are out there for every type of like makeup and face imaginable. <laughs> you know? Are so, you saying like, this to drag queens or are you saying this on behalf of drag queens? I'm just saying on behalf of myself. Oh. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, I get so many requests from like magazines to like come and do like makeup tutorial for free. Mm. And um that's like asking me to teach a cooking class for free, and I would never do. I wouldn't do that even if I wasn't on social media. And I don't. Know, I just think it's like lazy. Like a lot of times, people are like, you know, I'll be really fun, makeup. And but it's like there's so many like tutorials of me doing makeup already, and then there's like thousands mm-hmm. of other like tuto- makeup tutorials. You know, like if you're really trying to get like followers to come to your online content, makeup tutorial. It's not really the way to go. No, and there are so many of them that are like, you know, dedicated makeup channels and makeup influencers do a really good job. Mm -hmm. And like, they're all like, you know, they've got their own playlists, they have themes, they have like, they take Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of things into consideration. Like if you're just going to do it for a brand or a magazine, it's never going to be as fleshed out as somebody who's dedicated to doing this on YouTube. It's true. Oh my God, like Nikki Tutorial. She has so many makeup like tutorial videos, but they're all so fun and engaging. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Anyways, um, should we take a quick break? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be right back. Welcome back to our podcast. I don't know why I said it like that. Is that like a Jack Nicholson does ASMR? What was that? I don't know. Okay. What was the first pride you've ever been to? The first pride. Um, the first pride that it was probably like 30 years ago. First of all, you said what, not when. <laughs> and that was uncalled for. But probably <laughs> how old am I now? No, it wasn't 30 years ago. I wasn't 10 years old. I mean, people go to pride when they're young. Excuse me. I'm not really. I'm sure, like back in the early '90s, when I was mm-hmm. when I was little, like Pride, even like Prides in like big cities were small, small, small things. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the first major Pride I went to was Chicago. Same. Mm-hmm. It was Chicago Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, Boys Town. I remember. I remember. It pretty vividly, I wore, uh, I went from Ann Arbor and we were a car full of drag queens and then little tiny me, like 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing a tank top and cargo shorts the first time. So nothing has changed? No. That would be so hot if, like, I had the same pair of cargo shorts, but I wouldn't fit in them now. I was no, so tiny. The cargo pants tiny... come below the knee. Oh, it was like no. the fashion like thirty years the, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not thirty. Yeah, thirty. Twenty. Fifteen years ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. It probably did go below the knee. 
it was tragic. Good thing, good thing there are no photos of that anymore. Just, just in my memory. Um, but yeah, I remember that going to Pride, and it was like so much fun. All I the bars my are first the same. Chicago there. Pride very like vividly because um, a police car ran over a girl's foot um, during the parade. <laughs> uh, like, but a girl that was like in the um, like off to the side of watching a parade, uh-huh. and. Her mom was like pounding like the cop car, like move your car, move your car, and the girls like crying like in pain, and the uh, police were just like looking towards the pride, not even paying attention to like what just happened. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. awful. I hope she's okay. I I hope she's okay too, and I hope like they sue the hell out of them. Right. I doubt it though. I don't know. But anyways, mm-hmm. that was the first pride, and then pride after that, um, I was on. I don't know if they still like it, if they're still around, but I was on a four local float. <laughs> they're not still around. Out of drag. This is like before I started doing drag. The first time that I have ever seen like a, a corporate sponsorship pride thing was actually Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't even a float. They had a whole bunch of Starbucks employees on freaking like, what were those called? Segways? Do you remember mm. those? Yeah, They're like dude, the scooters can... before the scooters were around. They're still over Chicago. They do like Segway tours. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there were Segways and like all of them were, were like wearing the Starbucks uniform, but they were all in rainbow colors. So like oh, it was cute. like one person with purple, one person was green, one person mm-hmm. was like blue. And so they were all in like the formation of a rainbow and it was all Starbucks employees on Segways. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like I think... Before then, that was like the first time I saw like a non-alcohol brand sponsor Pride. That's how long ago it was. Really? I remember yeah. um, Chipotle one year for a float, they had a jumbo size, like a wrapped burrito. Um, like a That's float. awesome. It was like That's epic. I was like, Chipotle, I hired you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then also for Chicago Pride one year, um, the night before, where all the um, Pride floats were like parked. Someone mm-hmm. came and like slashed the tires of like a bunch of the floats. Oh really? Um, but luckily, um, in the morning, some person like donated all the tires, so oh, the that's parade nice. was able to go on without a hitch. And like that just shows you like we've been dealing with this shit for like so long. Like mm-hmm. it's not new. It it seems it seems really bad right now. Because we've had, like, a period of, like, I guess, general, like, peace leading up to this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not, like, we've, we've been through this before. We've gotten through this before. And we have thrived. Um, so, you know, regardless of how bleak things might be, because the fucking assholes are just trying to make it miserable. Because they just want us to be as miserable as they are. Um, no, keep don't don't like not go to pride. Definitely go celebrate mm-hmm. yourself. Make sure that you celebrate yourself very very vibrantly this month. And vividly, yeah. Yes. And also, things may seem especially bad because you know now we're more aware of everything that's happening due to mm-hmm. not just media. We're like media wouldn't like report every like hate crime and things before. Mm-hmm. Not through social media, we get to see everything that is happening. Yes. Whether it's through people's TikToks, Twitter, whatever. Yep. So we're just more like eye open to all the hate that's been happening around the world. And and things have always been this bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's true. It's always been this bad. Um, but we're just more aware of it. And that is, even though it is very bleak to look at, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, it it reminds us to be as careful as we should have been this whole time. Yes. And, you know, the best thing we can do is band together, show mm-hmm. up and show out, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you eat anything interesting lately? <laughs> um, okay, not eat, but okay, so I saw something really interesting online. Okay. Okay, so we've talked about gochujang on the podcast before, right? Yes. So, by any means, I am not gatekeeping. <laughs> and I'm very happy for the ingredient to, like, go viral the way it has. You know, like, yeah. among food content creators and, like, foodies and, you know, like, home cooks. You know? Yeah. 
I mean, people just like know like how to use it in various ways now, right? But but I came across a video on Instagram the other day, and it was a white creator. Mm -hmm. And the video, he said, "Oh, today we're gonna make Korean meatballs," which oh. like there's no like Korean dish like it in Korea. Mm -hmm. And I looked the recipe and. It's basically just like a regular meatball recipe, but the only thing that made it Korean was his edition of gochujang. And then he also used um, like panko and kewpie mayo, like to make a spicy mayo, which are Japanese ingredients. So Japanese ingredients, yeah. Well, I mean, which is fine again, you know. Um, Koreans have panko it's too. It's just another but way of using Japanese. Yeah. But um, but then I was like reading the comments, and the comments from other non-Asian creators. We're mm -hmm. like, oh my god, I love Korean food. I have to try this. Um, uh -oh, and there were just only like comments like that. And it's like, first of all, like if I had like, I don't know, like Earth ice chili to a sandwich or something. That doesn't like, make it. Do die. I have the right to like tell people I'm gonna make a Thai sandwich today? No. Here's no, like it's, a no, bologna definitely... sandwich with like birth ice chili to it, you know? It's misrepresentation and it's ignorant and it is stupid. Um, I mean, should people just be not allowed to try different things? No, of course. Try things. Put gochujang in your meatballs. Just don't say that it's like fucking Korean. Like, just say it's like, like, it's I like put... representing a Korean traditional dish when right. you're literally making like spaghetti meatballs, meatballs, you know? Right. That's just saying like, oh, okay. So if you're going to put like soy sauce, in an otherwise completely Italian pasta sauce, does that make it Chinese or Japanese? No, shut up. You're just being stupid or ignorant. Are you um, so are you going to say their name? A little, little dash of fish sauce. Little dash of, ooh, okay. I didn't realize like, what an amazing ingredient fish sauce is. Fish you just add like, a little bit into it. What are it's like marinara, soup, stews, your marinade, fish sauce, it is. Such a great ingredient that has so much flavor. But just use so I actually have it. like, I have a bottle. I ordered mm -hmm. it and I just got it like a couple weeks ago. A bottle of the original like Roman fish sauce. Oh. So basically what this company did was they found in like some clay, some clay bottles or whatnot um, mm -hmm. in the ruins, like enough of this caked up fish sauce that they could like decipher all the ingredients that were in like this fucking relic and then they made the fish sauce from it and it's it's weird because it's it tastes almost like a very mild asian fish sauce mm. mixed with soy sauce okay but okay. like 100 like these two fish sauce have is developed independently of of each other, each other. like it's really cool isn't it um, funny, like, how globally, like, there's just, like, few ingredients and, like, few things that, like, you know, crosses all culture? Yeah. You know, like, fried chicken, for example. Mm -hmm. Most countries have their version of fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Dumpling. Every country has a version of some kind of dumpling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, fish sauce, I can see that, too. Um, yeah. Speaking mm -hmm. of fish sauce... When my mom was here visiting, um, we were grocery shopping in a Korean market. And yeah. usually, you know, you know, like we grew up like dirt poor, like in poverty. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, my mom, like, you know, would always like look for the bargain. But when I was buying fish sauce, she was like, no, no, don't use that. And she picked up a $20 small bottle of fish sauce. And I was, and she's like, this is the best fish sauce. Use this. And I was like, over a three, four dollar bottle of fish sauce, my mom picked up a twenty dollar bottle of fish sauce. Wow. What is happening? But oh boy, was this fish sauce. I mean, it makes flavorful. a huge difference. People like will buy like that mm -hmm. blue bottle, or I think like a lot of people are really like that three crabs uh brand, which mm -hmm. you know, if that's what you can get, that's what you get. Like just know that that is not the best fish sausage and it makes a huge difference. huge difference even though like red boat is very very expensive sometimes mm -hmm. it is actually like the best that you can get in the united states but there are so many amazing quality 
fish sauces. And all you have to do is like look at the ingredients to decipher because like it should only it should only have like one or two ingredients. It's like anchovies and salt. Yeah, this um, one is um it's literally called like tuna extract. Oh, nice. And it's like fish sauce made of tuna and it is so flavorful. Another my, the person my favorite way to fish sauce is um when I grill pork belly, you mm-hmm. dip the pork belly in the fish sauce. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds good. A salty, like a like acidity, like cut through that like rich, crisp pork belly. My best use for fish sauce is I marinate my chicken in it before making fried chicken mm. instead of like where some people have pickle pickle brine. Mine is like fish sauce, wine. You know what else so fish sauce, Chinese fish wine, sauce? and spices. What when you make scrambled eggs instead of putting salt and pepper. You Ooh. put a dash of fish sauce in it. Yeah. I learned it from my Vietnamese friend. That when you make amazing. scrambled eggs this way, oh boy. Like you'll see a whole new world that you never thought was possible with scrambled eggs. Oh, I want to make it. I want to, I want to do a runny omelet like that now. Yes. Oh, my, oh, I love my, I love a runny scrambled egg. But oh. with fish sauce in it, like it has the salt that it needs, but also like, uh, subtle under do you do any other do you do like a pepper or a white pepper or anything like that i don't i personally don't do pepper and scram um fish sauce scrambled egg because i feel like it takes away from okay you know because it's already so flavorful yeah but i mean i mean I'm, if you don't add pepper yeah. to it you know you do you live your truth. <laughs> i will try both ways i'll try uh, both ways the pepper and half with <laughs> mm. yeah Anyways, I love fish sauce. Interesting thing that I ate this week was, oh, I because it's now finally hot in Michigan, like we're in the 80s and 90s now, um, and sunny. It, it, why? Was it <laughs> like in so LA? Cold. It's been cold all week. Are you serious? Yes, we, we know what's happening. It's We've had 80 today, and 90 but... degree days for the past like week and a half, two weeks. Oh. You can tell, like... I, it's funny. We were just saying when we were not recording, like when I was in LA, my my I was lighter than Kim, and because Kim had seen more sunshine. But now since then, like I'm way darker than you are. Yeah, John is a colorist, so <laughs> like he obsesses over the shade of our skin color a lot. What are you talking about? I love being tan. That's not what you said when the cameras were off. Listen, listen, stop, stop. Stop adding chaos. Stop being chaotic. <laughs> Anyways, one really good thing that I ate this week was because it's so nice and hot, is it's cold noodle season. Mm. Um, uh, and I did I did cold soba noodles mm. with the Japanese like cold soup, but then I added kimchi on top and I added chili oil to the noodles themselves. So it was like spicy, cold, and sweet. Oh, it was mm. so good. Uh, cold noodles after like being out in the sun all day is the best, mm-hmm. best thing. I'm gonna buy some. I'm gonna buy some noodles for Nyangmyeon. I'm not gonna make it because that that just sounds so like Nyangmyeon sounds like so much work. Yeah. Um, and also, but I'll like, make a version. Buy, I'll make like a lazy like, person version. Broth, um, it just tastes really like artificial. Yeah. I bet. I I don't even think like making the broth is like the hard part, but like shaving, freezing the broth and then shaving it down. Mm-hmm. Like you need like an ice shaver. You need like one of those like snow cone machines. You know, life is just easier if you just go to a place that does it and just get like a nice bowl, be satisfied and you move on with your life. Is this the part where you tell me to move to LA? No, but you should visit <laughs> me in LA. <laughs> I will Which be. Which I know you are. I am for pride. It'll be a short trip this time, but then at the end of the month, I'm coming back again. I think I'll stay for longer then because I'm getting, I, I, I don't know, really. I think TikTok is, is honoring me as like a gay creator or something. <gasps> You're gay? Oh, shit. Did I not say it? Did I, did I not Are you top that? or bottom? Um, I am expensive. Oh, he's a bottom. <laughs> That's how I identify. It's okay. There's no bottom shaming here in our podcast. There is none. There is it none. It is a safe space. Mm-hmm. 
So if any um, men's that are out there listening to this podcast, just know that um, John is taken. Mm-hmm. And he's not single. Mm-hmm. But, you know. What about you? What? Are you a top or a bottom? I don't even know if I'm gay anymore. Because I don't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the dry spell's been so long. Uh, well, you know, hopefully this summer. This summer will be it. You'll find love this summer. We're going to manifest it. I don't even feel like interested. Really? You feeling a little oh, bit of that? The crazy stuff that's going around the country. The last thing I am thinking about is my own pleasure. But <laughs> <laughs> I love how you couldn't even keep a straight face with that. Mm. But anyways, um, if you're going to use Kuchisang, you know, make sure uh, <laughs> you tell your followers correctly on what the dish so is. So are you going to say the name of the creator that did that? No. Oh, I don't wanna, okay. But send it to me. I don't want to like, leave them like hate comments and stuff like that. You know? Oh, that's like, true. Not... I know. I didn't want to say the hate comments. <sighs> Guys, like if we have reduced this, like don't go onto someone's page and give them hate comments. I just want to know because I want to see the video. But like. Yeah, but, you know, it's just blaming like, other you know, people. That's so tired. Just Don't putting something that. on the internet, you know, where, like, you're talking negatively about someone. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, will result in people going and leaving hate comments, you know? That's so... I don't understand how people have the time or the energy, like... You know, a lot of times, you know, like, I do, like... I do get in my feelings, and then, like, I type in my comment. Mm. But right before I press send, I always think, like, do not engage. Not engage. It's not worth mm-hmm. your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no point arguing with idiots. It's true. And also, you're just going to be arguing back and forth and nobody wins. Right. Well, if anything, like, we definitely have more to lose. So, like, we never win. We always lose yeah. because it just doesn't look good. Yeah. Even though people just really just say whatever the hell they want. Yeah. But you can tell me what the, what the creator's name is afterwards because I want to see this for sure. I want to see those meatballs. <laughs> I don't even know if I remember them. Because you know like how Instagram won't show content from the people you follow, but it'll show you content from like random people that you don't follow or don't want to follow? I don't know. I feel like that's TikTok too. Like the last thing TikTok shows me is like who I follow on my FYP. Well, at least like TikTok, there's an option to see TikTok. Oh yeah, there is, there is the follow. option to see stuff, yeah. But Instagram, while you're scrolling, you're kind of like at Instagram's mercy of like what they show you. Mm-hmm. And just lately, it's just from a bunch of people I don't follow. And it's like, I don't want to see any of this content. Right. I want to see pictures of, like, friends, family, cats, dogs, like, what they've been I up think to. For that, I think for that, like, you actually have to just scroll through. Uh, excuse me. I think for that, you just have to scroll through your Instagram timeline and not through Reels. I think if you're scrolling through I don't Reels. Scroll through reels. It, it is oh, my timeline. Don't. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's rude. Ew, Instagram, don't do that. Don't well, do that. People have been complaining about, like, Instagram, you know, like, for years, and they just won't listen. No. And they keep making all these updates that no one asks for. Like, why? It's almost as if uh, they they don't actually care about the people using it. They just want to sell you stuff. Literally. Remember when it was turned into a shopping app for a while, and then they eventually just get feature away because everyone and their mom hated it? I don't even remember when they took it off. Like it was such a like a not mm-hmm. like a non ish non event, I guess. You'd think for as much as people were complaining about it, there would be like news articles written saying that Instagram finally took shopping away. Uh no, but I don't but remember anything. What if that went away? No one said anything. It's a very quietly changed. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I'm still kind of like not even kind of like I definitely noticed the fact that Instagram has like taken every opportunity to not pay their creators now there's like no creator fund anymore Mm -hmm. there's just they're kind of like just like yep you're on your own yeah it never ends um to close off this episode um since this is the start of the summer is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to eating in summertime is as a person who lives in la do you even eat seasonally or do you just eat whatever no i feel like it's like avocado toast like 24 7 i mean not me personally Oh. But um, you know what I'm excited for? What? Watermelon. Oh, watermelon. Yeah. And I went to a Japanese grocery store the other day, and I bought mm-hmm. two things of watermelon. 
Oh, and watermelon. I seem so to like eat watermelon when like it's in, like store temperature. It has yeah. To be cold. Yes, in your it has fridge. To be yes. And one hundred percent agree. And watermelon needs nothing except a little bitty bitty pinch of salt. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, I'm gonna you know, put my I'm gonna put my shimmering salt on it though. I thought about it, but then the flavor of the watermelon is just so good that I didn't want to taste anything else. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah, I've, don't eat your first. Your first watermelon should just be watermelon. But like, once mm-hmm. you're like a month into it and you want to do like crazy you shit to your watermelon, up, then, you add, then you add your other stuff. Like, yeah, literally spice that up. I mean, my favorite thing that we used to make at one of the restaurants that I worked at was this compressed watermelon salad. And what we would do is we would cut these logs of watermelon and then mm-hmm. we put it in a vacuum chamber and then it literally suck out all the air and the watermelon like shrinks like Ooh. two times its size, but it keeps all the juice. Um, and so basically it was like a watermelon that it like one bite of watermelon tasted like an entire mouthful of watermelon. It Whoa. was so good. Oh my God. That was also such a people good don't salad. realize. A lot of people in America, especially, are mm-hmm. weirded out by like salt and watermelon. Salt and what? watermelon actually makes your watermelon taste sweeter. It does. It's like putting like, salt in your hot it, chocolate. Like, try it. Like you yeah. won't regret it. Yeah. Yeah, you um, should definitely. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Do do that. And also, uh, one of my favorite salads to make in the summertime is a little bit of arugula, mm-hmm. um, just tossed in like a little. A very, very light vinaigrette. I don't like a lot of dressing. Just yeah. Enough to like lightly toss the arugula with watermelon and feta. Nice. And you know, it's just I like, like a simple a green salad. goddess dressing. Mm-hmm. But made with yogurt instead of cream mm. or, or whatever it is that green goddess dressing is normally made out of. It's very healthy when you do it with yogurt. I'll bet. Mm hmm. I don't know why, but I think I've come to realize, like, I don't really love dressing that much. Like, when I salad, I want to taste the vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, When I was young, I used to, like, drench everything in dressing. Oh, my God. When I was a kid, I used to drench my shit in Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. For me, it was all about ranch. Ranch, you Michigan boy. Yeah. I used to think, like, ranch was, like, America's greatest invention. Do you I, still I, think? What do you still eat ranch with anything? My boyfriend loves ranch on every uh, on anything that ranch should go on. He loves every it now on a pizza. And then, when I go to like a shitty diner, mm-hmm. and I don't even go to shitty diners that often anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to go to like a shitty diner. Sometimes a plate of hot fries with ranch hits. Mm, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Is that that tanginess? It's mm-hmm. kind of like it, it, it scratches the same itch that mayonnaise does, but just with a little bit of something. It's like yeah. that creaminess. That like plus. herbaceous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that. But yeah. aside from that, even chicken wings, I prefer blue cheese. Yeah. Like, I think blue cheese is like a superior choice for chicken wings. I don't Especially like the ones with like a giant like crumbles of blue cheese like embedded in it. Yeah. You know what's really funny? Uh, I went to the movies the other day with Monet Exchange. Yeah. She brought her own popcorn seasoning. <laughs> to the movie theater. What kind of popcorn seasoning did she bring? I think it was ranch. What? Uh, did they not have ranch? Well, I guess if they don't have it. And most movie theaters don't have it. I mean, some do, but most don't. Yeah. Um, was it like actual ranch popcorn seasoning? Because at Costco, you can get ranch powder, which is just pretty much all the spices and salt from the ranch without the buttermilk. And then it, mm-hmm. you use that to make ranch, but you can also no, just sprinkle it on like popcorn. popcorn seasoning that was like ranch flavored. Oh, okay. You should just buy the ranch powder. It's everything about the ranch. And it's also like, because there's no buttermilk in it, there's no calories in it. I actually it's have all it. spices. Yeah. The ranch powder. Yeah, I bought it once because um, I saw this recipe in TikTok where mm-hmm. they marinated the chicken wings in, like, ranch powder. Mm-hmm. But then I haven't made those wings, so <laughs> there's a whole thing of Costco-sized ranch powder sitting in my cabinet. Put it on your popcorn. Yeah, I also don't have popcorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. What if you, like... You know, you know, I don't really snack. Yeah, I know you don't because I come to your house and I eat all your snacks. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just snack more. I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, I don't think about it. Is that, like, weird to say? Like, I love food. I know, but, but it, it is weird, because, like, I'll, I will go to your house, and then I will hang out. I will stay with you for, like, a week, and then I will mm-hmm. leave for a couple months, and then I'll come back, and the exact same bag of, like, chocolate-covered pretzels would be there in the exact same way that I left it. <laughs> like, I mean, I love to eat, but I think every meal, I like to eat, like, a nice meal. Yeah. You don't and like don't to spoil your to, food. Like, you can only get so many meals a day, you know? Like, three I at mean, the most, sometimes two if you're busy. So, like, I want every meal to count. So, I think, like, you know, like, snacks kind of, like, take away from that. Yeah, I managed to fit it. But, out. I mean, I love snacks, too. But <laughs> if I had a choice between a nice meal or snacking, like, I would take the meal. You like, well, you like an event snack. Like, going out. If we're already out and we pass, like, I don't know, like, a cute little takoyaki or a waffle stand or something like that, you're, you're, you're down for that. Mm-hmm. You're not like, oh, we're home. Let me graze on something. Like, that's me. Well, I'm yeah. all of them. I'm just like, okay, we're out. Let's go get a treat. We're inside. You have treats. I'm gonna eat these treats. Like that. That is that is why I run. I I, I run because it just counteracts my like insatiable, poor poor eating habits. No, but I mean, isn't like snacking good for your metabolism? Supposedly, not when it is an entire bag of chocolate filled pretzels or chocolate I, peanut butter know, pretzels. Chocolate full of antioxidants. <laughs> not one. <more. laughs> I, I mean, you can justify that... anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if if I need to convince myself that I'm mm-hmm. doing good, a good work or good job, I will. But I can you're also great, be realistic. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> um, but I actually think that is our time. Um, this episode, I will say, was brought to you by the book Kung Food by John Kung. I am pushing my book on our podcast because we have not gotten a real sponsor yet. So, yeah, um, and also yeah. John, some shimmering salt. Sprinkling oh yeah and my spices while i'm at it i'll just like just plug everything uh links in my bio as well the bio of our instagram page so i would highly appreciate it if you pre-ordered my book kim do you have any parting remarks yeah that was our podcast for today yeah thanks for listening if you've made it this far we know you're not a hater so we know you're gonna go share like subscribe and you're probably already subscribed at this point <laughs> And, you know, this podcast was price-themed, so you're probably an ally if you made it this far. So we appreciate you. And I just got to say, let's make the world a better place. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Till next week. See you later, everyone. Doodles.